Welcome everybody to Push Push. <laughs> Yay, friends! This is a this is exciting. This has been a little bit of a long time in the making, and by long time, I mean just a couple months. It's that... truly thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly, truly thrilling. Absolutely. Welcome to Push Push, where two friends are going to be talking a lot about Formula One. Yeah, you may not have expected this from us. You may have said, "Hey, I'm." I thought maybe they would start about pop culture. You know, I don't know some fun, cute outfits. But no, we're going hard in the paint. Formula right. One, <laughs> Formula <laughs> One racing. <laughs> Welcome to our new European pursuit, Formula One racing. Exactly. But we are going to get you on board. We are, and this is a a very fun journey to take. So if you are you're no idea what the hell Formula One is, you're in the right spot. We are going to make it easy for you to understand, very digestible, and something that you're going to be able to talk to your friends about in conversation because Danielle and Shannon are here to help you <laughs> navigate the F1 space. We're going to explain it to you like a kindergartner. We're going to make it easy. We're going to let you in on the sport. You're going to get you're then you're going to go to, you know, schools, work, gatherings with friends and start talking to them about Formula One and they'll think it's a little strange that you've gotten into European car racing but just come on board come on this journey with us don't worry we're going to make it all make sense Mm -hmm. with a lot of fun and probably some giggles and a couple of four-letter words along the way and we're going to keep it we're going to bring the personality keep it low-key we're going to talk about the gossip Yes. We're going to talk about the personalities. Absolutely. We're going to talk about how they get into really petty fights. Oh. One of my favorite topics. <laughs> I live for those. We're going to talk about international travel. We're going to talk about life of luxury. You know. So we're going to bring it. We're going to bring that like housewife, Beverly Hills housewives feel to Formula One racing. Danielle, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I mean, I really think you've nailed this podcast already. <laughs> well, Fantastic. I didn't realize this was my true calling in life until maybe early June, but it's really come on fast. Okay, so this is a question we get often. How did you get into Formula One racing, Danielle? Um, Yeah, it it happened really unexpectedly. You know, my husband was watching the Netflix show Drive to Survive, and I was doing a crossword puzzle. And then all of a sudden, I saw a very attractive Italian man on my television set getting into a very great and compelling fight, (laughs) verbal spar. And I said, what is this show about? And, you know, my husband, Drew, said, it's uh, it's about Formula One racing. I said, I don't think I'm going to like this. And I take it back because now I wake up on Sundays and watch the races. And it's my it's my new life. We started it. And within a week, I had watched all three seasons and was setting my alarm clock on Sunday mornings to watch my favorite drivers go around the Grand Prix. I mean, it, it is compelling. It, that's for sure. I, much to you. My husband started watching the show during quarantine, during the queue, and was like, I think you'd really like the show. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of into the good place right now. I don't really have time to, to back on some like, Formula One. I think I I'm, don't know how I feel about car racing right now. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I think you're going to like it. And then I don't know where the two of us were, but you brought it up, and I think maybe my husband was around. He's like, I told you, you, you yes, you look, Danielle watches it. I was like, fine, I'll give it a shot. And lo and behold, it is you're right it's super easy to consume it's i mean they they get you hooked in right oh, away you are locked in I mean, locked and loaded and that first season is full of twists and turns and ups and downs and drama highs and lows i, I mean there's someone just walking up to somebody else and just getting in his face i love a petty fight during the midst of an interview with a camera on them they just go in and just, just like light them oh, up just let to them have light. it 
It's great. There's a full on just go F yourself. Right. Right in his eyes. And I then I was hooked. You know, yeah. I was like, this is the kind of drama I'm here for. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so part of what makes this sport so exciting is that there's only 20 seats in Formula right. One. And when we say these drivers are in impeccable shape, like it's insane. The amount of training that goes into this, like the hand-eye coordination. Oh my God, they're amazing athletes. You're seeing on this. I mean, they're they're going through... The, lots of G's. I don't know. So many G's. G's. We so don't know about G's. the G's. Also, <laughs> you know, if this is your first, if you're listening to this and you're like, haven't watched yet, this is where you hit pause. Yes. Hit pause. Go watch a couple episodes. Get hooked. Come back and join us. And we'll, you know, yep. keep it going. Or okay. you can just keep listening. And then when this episode's over. Yes. Go queue up. Drive to survive. It's fantastic. Okay. Back, it is to the, back, back to the races. Back to the races. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's easy to get involved because there's not a lot of people you have to memorize or like. Yes. The, and the personalities are very. Um, Compelling. Yes. I mean. Engaging. That, and it good doesn't looking. hurt that they're very good looking. I mean, Very good looking. Very good looking. So, so yeah. A lot are very charismatic. I mean, and they. they are The accents. The accents, man. Woo. I mean, there's just. Woo. There's so much. So, there's so, so much. much. But let's give you the lowdown. Okay. If you're new here. Like, if you're, you're new like us, we're going to break it down for you. Yep. So, there's 20 drivers, mm-hmm. 10 teams. Exactly. Best teams are right now, you know, if you start the show over, it, it switches. It goes. Yeah. Every, every season, you start at zero. So, you got to earn points every season. So, it, you can see who's trending each year to be in the top three, but you're not guaranteed you're going to stay there. From race to race. No. And the best of the rest switch, which that's yes. a whole other terminology right. thing, but the best of the rest switch. But the top, the top of the top mm-hmm. is Mercedes. Yes. And Red Bull. Yep. Yes. That's an energy drink, but it's also yeah. a racing team. You heard that correct. So if you're like, but Red Bull, why in racing? That's a great question. I don't, we don't have that answer. I w- if anybody knows why Red Bull got into Formula One racing, please let us know. But that's going to be a deep dive. That's a yeah. future episode for us. Absolutely. Um, and then there's there's always Ferrari. Ferrari. I mean, there. I mean, there's an iconic line. I don't want to be a spoiler alert for you, yeah. but there's an iconic line where they say that Enzo Ferrari once said, "If you ask a child to draw a car, they always color it red." And that's all you need to know about Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also they, put that on my grave. So. It, <laughs> like. And in all honesty, uh, it's not my preferred team, but it's my preferred team to look at. Because I can't think of a two better looking drivers that drive for the same race car company. Yes, currently it's currently. Charles Leclerc mm-hmm. and Carlos Sainz. And they are both... Very easy on the eyes. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. want to follow their Instagram, you're going to get Woo! a daily dose of bada bing. We're going to do a whole episode on like um, Formula One Instagram accounts. Yes, but it's you know, if we're if this is a primer course for you, go follow theirs. Yeah. Uh, Scuderia Ferrari and Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. Chef's kiss. You will not just be disappointed. <laughs> but you know, I know we're getting into like a lot of different people, places, things. Um, so yeah, there's ten teams. Yes, two drivers each. Two drivers per team. The crazy thing is that drivers switch around very frequently. And by driver switching around, she means like from team to team. So like you might start, well, you're usually, you're going to start a season and you finish the season season with the same team. Yes, it's not like, you know, NFL or NBA. There's no free agency. You're not switching in the middle. Right. But at the end. If your contract's up, you can, somebody can scoop you up and put them 
put you on their team. Yes. And there's a lot of hurt feelings if like they announce it though in the middle of the season sometimes. Right. And then you have to finish out your whole racing season with a team and they're all, you can just imagine the bitter buddies. Yeah. Um, And I mean, there's a lot that goes into this racing. I mean, the the pit crews, the people who are working on the engines, the people who are designing the engines, the principals, the team principals who are in charge of taking care of everybody. I mean, from top to bottom, there's, I don't know how many people in the organizations, but a lot. Yeah, these are like major corporations that are playing. It's a big game. Like it's not just these these 20 drivers. There's massive teams behind all of them from engineers to pit crew to you know, here, there, and everywhere. We joke all the time that this is a very, uh, it's a very expensive sport. I mean, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars that go into this sport. And we're not really sure what for other than, no, I think know, it's... just driving around in fast cars. Um, you know, you get a trophy at the end. You get you to do. spray some champagne. Which so much champagne. So fun. But as far as like, I mean, I don't really know. You get a world title. Um but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I kind of feel like it's a wasteful sport. At least, okay, let me, let me back up. I thought it was a wasteful sport. <laughs> I'm looking at Shannon. You guys can't like, see this, but I am looking at Shannon like, excuse me, what? <laughs> what? She's like, chuck your mouth up. Um, but prior to getting into this, I was like, this is so wasteful. There's wasting rubber on tires and gas. And now Shannon's in it, green heart was a ooh. little bit worried at first. She thought it, it is a little yes. bit wasteful. It, yeah, I mean, it, it is, is, but, um, yeah. But yeah. Her eco sensibility was a little bit worried I at the was. beginning, but I mean, again, I'm trying to eliminate my family's use of plastic in my house and now I'm a big Formula One fan. I don't really know where I fall in line here. Yeah, it's life is full. But you know, like I said, I live in duality. You can be both. Yes, you can be both. You can care about the planet and still like Formula One. Which is which comes back to one of the best racers, Lewis Hamilton. Whoop, whoop. Um that if even if you're not into racing, you may be familiar with him because he's arguably the most famous Formula One racer currently. Um, yes. It's certainly the most famous like w- in the United States. Yes. And I I'd say, say like the last seven years he has um, delivered. He's like the Tom Brady yes. of Formula One mm-hmm. uh, to equate it to that. And he, as we were talking about, you know, the duality of it, he does race Formula One, but he also is very eco-conscious. He's very worried about the planet. He's very mm-hmm. um progressive in those decisions and he's in part of a team that is an eco formula one team which is called formula e that's we're going a little too far that's a little inside baseball but you know just letting (laughs) you know if you have an eco sensibility then that's your driver yeah and isn't he vegan he's plant-based yeah and he has a i didn't mean to say that so judgy (laughs) it's okay you did (laughs) it came across i saw your judgy eyes but that's okay i get it he also has a really adorable dog named roscoe who also has a great instagram account we'll talk about that on a future episode yeah i'm here for it highs and lows of the ig but it's true (laughs) he also posts kind of some thirsty pics but oh for sure he does but he has great style and he's super cute he's super cute and you know shannon and i are here in louisville and he used to date louisville native and former or is she still pussycat doll i think she is nicole scherzinger yeah Yeah. she's uh my second favorite judge on mass singer but (laughs) (laughs) love that neither here nor there Back to the grid. <laughs> Sorry, back to the grid. Back to the grid. So again, so you may be familiar with Lewis Hamilton. So he's a nice gateway into the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you're if you're interested in, in coming on board, yeah, he's you know you can throw your support behind him. He's, you can like Team Fur. I mean, yeah. the Team Mercedes. He's on the, the Mercedes team, mm-hmm. and his principal looks like the bad guy in every 
He's like the German bad guy in every single movie you've ever seen since you were five years old. 100%. He looks like the bad German guy in Pitch Perfect. Yep. Karate Kid. Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. I mean, you name it, he could be a fill-in mm-hmm. for any of them. Yeah. And But ironically, he's not a bad guy no, on the show. No, he's lovely. He is fantastic. He's lovely. Mm-hmm. And he has strong attitude and he's very direct. I think sometimes Europeans get a bad rap for being direct. But it's I love because it. they don't, I mean, they just don't lay down bullshit to walk through. No, so it's clear like, no, expectations, exactly. direct feedback. I appreciate that. I love that. it. I do too. And also, if you've ever wondered about German engineering, you know, you see the Mercedes commercial and they talk about like German precision engineering. All you have to do is watch the episode of Drive to Survive where they show them in their like post race. And I've never seen something so organized and pristine yes. and well run and just efficient. Honestly, I was taking notes on how to bring that level of, <laughs> of efficiency and proficientness into my daily life. I, it's totally unfeasible, but this it's it. inspiring yeah. nonetheless. It's, it's insane. I, I still can't get over the the, the pit stops where they, they do tire changes and like, you know, when they have to come in and it's less than two seconds. I mean, it's like... And they're out. So fast. And I'm like, how did you just change four tires in two seconds? I mean, I can't even like turn my blinker on as fast as they're changing tires. No. It's insane. It's wild. And if it's 10 seconds, it's like the whole, that's an eternity. Oh that's, I mean, that gives me anxiety when like they have to wait that stops. long. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a killer. And it totally ruins the race right. for them. But you're going to see some if you, again, on this show, you're going to see some pit stops that you're like, oh. They're nail biters. And honestly, if you start watching the show, which you guys are, you're going to stop fighting it. Yes. Like I've tried to get a lot of my friends onto this. Thankfully, Shannon has really been the one that dove in head first. And clearly here we are sitting across from each other talking about it. But everyone who I've gotten to actually watch the show immediately texts, texts me after two episodes and says, this is this is fantastic. Fantastic. Do you know why, Danielle? Do you know why people text you about this show? Because <laughs> it's all I talk about now. It's well, my I mean, new personality trait. No, Formula One is my only personality trait right now. <laughs> Which, again, I love. Um, no, it's because one of the first people that you meet in the series is Daniel Ricardo. Now, Daniel and I do not agree on everything in no. Formula One. We have very differing opinions on many, many things. And you'll, you'll find this out. But the thing, I think the thing we disagree on the most... <laughs> This is a very strong driver. Number three, currently with McLaren, Daniel Ricciardo. (laughs) I love him. He's my favorite Australian. He's got the personality of a sun and the stars wrapped into (laughs) one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Um, All right, you guys, he's a compelling character. Does he make great television? Yes. Absolutely, yes. Is he my least favorite person on the show? Arguably, yeah. Also, yes. Right. And I don't tell you you're wrong many times, but you're wrong. <laughs> Honestly, <so. laughs> everyone who's ever watched the show has told me that I'm wrong, except for my father. And I realized that that's just because we are at our core the same human being. Right. And he was like, no, he annoys me. And I find him to be a little obnoxious. And I said, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but he, you know, the people love him. And people I do. Yeah, is, they do. Isn't his He's- birthday coming up? You just had one. Okay. Yeah, 33. Yeah, it's been all over my Instagram since my Instagram is now fully Formula yeah. One. I wrote a happy birthday on his Instagram. And I'm ready He's for it. I'm ready to stop <laughs> celebrating his birthday. He's like the girl in college that turned 21 and celebrated it for six months. I feel like it's been Daniel Ricardo's birthday 
all summer. Wow. Bitter Betty party of one over <laughs> here, Danielle. Let's just. But I do think he's friends with a lot of like uh, American. He... Yeah. I haven't heard the interview yet, but I'm going to. I have a long car ride coming up this weekend. But he did. Um, he was on an episode of Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. I have yet to listen, but I, I'm going to press play on that. I cannot wait. Unpopular opinion. I also don't love that podcast. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy. I should have vetted you further before inviting you into Michael's studio I, to do a podcast. I know that's a very unpopular opinion, but clearly here I am, queen of unpopular wow, opinions. But someone has to have them. Hot take city hot over takes. here. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, guys. Yeah. If you watch the show and immediately fall in love with him, just know that you have a kindred spirit. And I think everyone else that yes. watches the show, <laughs> you can slide into our DMs and let me know. And you can I, feel free to slide into my DMs and tell me that you think I'm a raging idiot and that he's wonderful. That's fine. It won't even hurt my feelings. I just, you know, agree to disagree. Agree okay. to disagree. Okay. Well, absolutely. And I yes. will say that there's some people I changed. I didn't mm-hmm. like Lewis Hamilton after the beginning. I know. You did have a very sour taste about Hamilton. Well, I think I he can like, be a little. Mm-hmm. Abrasive sometimes. Abrasive. In, on in his driving. Oh, oh, see, okay. This is also where we might differ in this because I believe a strong offense is also a strong defense. You have to be a defensive driver when you're going around these curves and fighting for your place. I don't have a problem with defensive drivers. Dick drivers, that's a thing. I do think defensive he sometimes driver, makes... I don't think he's a dick driver. I think that sometimes he makes some... He doesn't follow the rules because he doesn't think that they apply to him. He... But I will say I've come around. I like him much better now. Okay, well, I'm glad that you've come I've around. I've been I on really a journey do. with him. Okay, I do see that. I just think it's interesting because he's paid a penalty for every quote-unquote rule that he's broken even though some of these rules, I'm like, I, I don't understand how this rule applies because if you apply it this way to him, then you should have applied it, you know, two races ago to this guy. Well, I agree on yeah. that. And I of course, think, there could be some underlying I did, race, I, like, yeah. racist I think it's things, kind of, it, you know, it's very interesting because you don't have the same officials race for race because there are 23 different races, give or take, in a season. So you obviously can't have the same people at the race officiating the race every single time so i you know i do think you're going to have variants for you know who judges this or who calls a call or you know just like you would with basketball just like any football game or something exactly so i mean you're gonna see that pop up a lot during racing so you know speaking of the 23 races one thing even if you even if you don't end up getting really into this one thing you're going to marvel at is that every these, these people are traveling across the globe they are globe trotting with giant cars with a full team of people with these beautiful setups these oh gosh insane like trailer is not what it should be called they're just like yeah they move this city it's a portable cafe it is a <laughs> it is a portable office slide multi-use yes. development they, there you it is go. a portable yes. multi-use development with sliding glass doors and beautiful plants and glass china and fancy espresso machines you guys chefs they have everything meetings in these little rooms with again these sliding glass doors and like i'll have a cappuccino it gets poured to them in a little tiny cappuccino cup on a saucer with the tiny spoons out of one of those espresso machines that you know cost thousands of dollars right and there's an attendant behind just like that little portion so there's you know there's a whole food and beverage but it's like a full-on like catered five-star it's like a hospitality experience. village it's insane. plus an office plus like garage 
team area meeting spaces it's out of control and they just move it from france germany singapore singapore they're coming to austin you know they just take it across the globe Right. Azerbaijan, my favorite one to say. Which, I mean, you're going to be, like, that'll be your word for the rest of the, this entirety <laughs> of the show, because I still can't pronounce it. It's but. one of my favorite races, Baku. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be a citizen of the world. Yeah, it, which is also really cool to see. I mean, again, like, there's very few sports that get this into it at this level. I mean, we're going to say, you know, when I say football, it's soccer, soccer here in the States. Yeah. But, like, you know, people go ape shit for football all over the, the world. But I didn't realize how many Formula One fans there were all over the world as well. Yeah, it's a global sport. It is. And the drivers are from all over the world, although there's not a single American one. No, not 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 recently. Not recently. Not for a long time. Yeah. Um, But now there's there are um, there is one American owned team. Partially. Partially. Yeah. Haas. Haas. Haas Automotive. It's owned by the Haas family that also does NASCAR racing. Correct. I what's are they? Is their name? I don't know. Yeah, I think, we need to learn more. Yeah, we do. We're gonna deep dive, you guys. We're but we're gonna learn. We're just a little bit ahead of you, and that's the whole point of this podcast. Right. Hop like, on in. We're not. We're not experts. No, God, no. We're just we're, we're just fans. Big fans. They're so excited, and honestly, I try to convince every person that I meet that they should be watching this, just as Danielle did with me. Yeah, I mean, I went to um, on a trip to Mexico right after really diving into the series, and then um, the Mexican driver Sergio Perez won a race, and while in Mexico. Um, my husband had to strongly encourage me to not ask every single human being we came in contact with if they were really excited about Checo's big win. That's his nickname, Checo. Um, so, so honestly, you know, it's hard yeah. for me, but I'm bringing it up in conversation everywhere I can. It's like my new, I'm, it's like I'm a 13 year old girl and I have a very strong crush on a boy and you just want to bring them up in conversation everywhere you go. Right. You know, it's like the posters you had on your wall as a kid. This yeah. is yeah. This but, is my new Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, oh, but let's bring it back. This yeah. is a great touch point because, you know, this is one of my most exciting discoveries. Was when one of my friends said, "Well, you know that one of the principals is married to Ginger Spice," and my head fully popped off my body. One hundred percent. Like when you see this happen on the show, I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't I didn't either. Know. But then you're like, what? Jerry Hallowell just casually strolls into the, yes. <laughs> into the screen and you do a double take and say, hold the phone. Is that ginger spice? Right. And it is. First of all, let's just for a minute. Ginger spice has aged like in, the most beautiful, oh, she looks beautifully fabulous. aged person I've ever seen in my life. She looks fabulous. I, the body's good. The I face mean, is good. good. Like she wears white in every scene. Every and she's scene, got top to bottom. Small children, which I don't understand how she does. Because both of us are mothers and there's, you know, it's dangerous no. to wear white all day around your children. It's really just dangerous anytime. This is also true. My own sensibilities can't. Yes. Yeah. Can't it's, manage. It's questionable at best. She's flying in a helicopter everywhere. Right. I it's, mean. She's chic AF. She And she wears white to the racetrack. Which also seems very. You know, she's living on the edge, you guys. Yeah. Living very on the edge. But, but also looking fantastic the entire time. I mean. Yeah, so she's married to Christian Horner, who's the principal of Red Bull, mm-hmm. and she just shows up. She only pops up every once in a while, right? But when she does, it's like just just the amount of ginger you need. You know, <laughs> it's the best ginger spice you could get in your latte. You she leaves <laughs> you wanting latte. more always. 
You know, she's good like that. And at one point they talk about Spice Girls choreography and, and it really... Yes, and Christian knows. Like yeah. her husband, he's like, how do you not remember this? Yeah, and he's like, it's, it's stop right now. Yeah, Thank you very, very much. much. You know, he does the arms. <laughs> and I said, yeah, duh, Christian. Come on, Ginger, get with it, Jerry. Let's go. I mean, <laughs> um, but yeah, there she leaves yeah. you wanting more. Absolutely. I mean, I can't wait for the next season just... Yeah. For hopefully one more glimpse of her. We have a full episode coming up about like the ladies of Formula One and like, you know, the girls of the grid who who's dating who, who's been recycled, who is, you know, mostly we're going to do a deep dive on this relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. I'm going to look for every photo and put together like a full photo montage. 100%. It's going to be a multimedia experience. <laughs> yes. Oh, I live for it. This is great. Possibly including me doing the dance, the Spice Girls dance. Danielle, please give the people what they want, yeah. which is to see you do your best well, ginger spice. I was ginger spice in my middle school girls group of Spice Girls, so you know, I identified with it very strongly. Well, I mean, this is this is just like basically when life how I got sold. Circle. Once yeah. I saw ginger spice in it, I said I was sold. I was on. I wasn't even on the fence. I was close, and then boom, nailed yeah. it. That's it. So I'm a fan for life. That's all she wrote. <laughs> Hopefully, they never get divorced. Oh, God, but who would you pick in that divorce? Oh, I would pick her 100%. He's a little bit, he's a little too much for me sometimes. Again, I have an appreciation. Like, he just runs a tight ship over there at Red Bull and gets it done. Again, but also not, I wouldn't put it past him to put some shady deals in the back alley. That's what I'm know? saying. He's, he, I mean, I, I appreciate him. He makes excellent television. He does not back down from a fight. No. He says what he means. He chases will, it sometimes. Yes, he will chase you down and like give you a piece. Tell you you're an asshole. And I appreciate that about him. I yeah. find him to be very compelling. I just if it came down to who I had to pick in the divorce. That's your girl. I'm going to live with Jerry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I may go visit dad, you know, like he's yeah. going to cool places, but I gotta live with mom. Okay. I support your decision on that. That's good. That's good. You know. I understand. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, you know, we all have our ties. Yeah. I mean, I wait, speaking you. of ties, does Daniel Ricardo have a girlfriend? He's broken many hearts, Daniel. Many, <laughs> Including many yours? Hearts. No, he doesn't have mine to lose, but <laughs> um, not currently. No, he's not currently dating anyone. I understand from a TikTok one day that I supposed or that I came across that he doesn't date during the season. Oh, but yeah. isn't the season almost all? It's almost year round. Uh, it depends on when you start training, but yeah. Um, so I don't, again, I don't know the validity in which this TikTok came into my life. So <laughs> I haven't really dove that deep, but that's what I heard. Stay tuned. We're going to create it's coming. a TikTok. Yes. Where we talk about random formula one stuff. <laughs> We're not really sure yet. That's still in development, but <laughs> stay tuned. But it's coming. It's coming. Um, oh, did we talk about locations of where these happen? Because we talked that there's 23 races. Yes, we mentioned it. Okay, but... We didn't get into the... the we need to get into... Monaco? Monaco. Like the crown jewel. I mean, again, if you haven't heard much about Formula Racing, you've certainly seen a Monaco Grand Prix racing poster yes, in if, a restaurant. If you have children and you remember Cars 2, <laughs> they did a <laughs> racing scene in Monaco. It's a street race. It's a street race. It's very yeah. famous. Yeah. Monaco is one of the richest. It's a bucket cities. list for me. One hundred percent. I don't think. Yeah. I think. I, I think my bucket needs to get full of a lot more money. Oh yeah. Before it, for sure. I mean, this is where like Scrooge McDuck goes to. And they vacation. all like a lot of them live in Monaco too, which just shows you how rich they all are. Yes, they but, make a boatload of money. But yeah. Monaco is where you're. It's yachts. Mm-hmm. 
It's, it's the cliffside of France. It's, it's fantastic. It's gorgeous. It's a Monte Carlo. It's everything you could want on and the more. French Riviera. Yeah. I mean, it's I'd, it's where I'd live if I was that rich. For sure. There is no taxes there, so you know yeah. everything's expensive. But in the show, they show Tom Brady and like Daniel Ricardo throwing each other footballs on mega yachts, yeah, like back and forth. This is where like the celebs go to watch the races, right? It's like the like it's, it's like the Cannes Film Festival of right. racing. Right, exactly. It's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's an experience. Yeah, it's a full experience. Right. So you've probably seen it. Mm-hmm. The race has already happened for this year, so you cannot tune in. Right, but. But I mean, it, it, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. I mean, let's let's be honest. Me and Shannon are hoping that you know we really this thing really pops off, and that one day someone <laughs> invites us to Monaco. So this is us thirsty, it, you know. Throwing it, no, we're just throwing it to the universe. Just put like, it on the universe. It's on our vision board. Exactly. You know, preferably on a yacht, but it's not going to be. Picky. Maybe we could go with Heather McMahon. She yes, loves Formula One. She's too. a Formula One fan. She likes Daniel Ricardo. I know she does, and you, you know? know we all have character flaws. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, mine is not liking him. So but you know what? You you keep being you, Daniel. You know that's um, why we invited you. I don't here. stand for much. <laughs> Just your displeasure and distaste for Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, well, I'm clinging to it. Yeah, I'm here to be. Hey, look, mm-hmm. win me over. I haven't been won over yet, though. I haven't even seen him on a podium. That's the other thing. So it's like if you finish in the top three, you're on the podium. It's like you know, yeah, just like in the Olympics, which we're about to get into Olympic season. Mm Similar to that, but instead of a medal, well, you get a prize and then they spray you, you spray each other with champagne. Right. So P1, first place, P2, Mm -hmm. second, P3, third. It is, it's fantastic. And then who is the, who's always that random guy that's off to the side? I know that's the constructor. So whichever team wins. Okay. So the people, the teams compete for the constructor's cup or the, the, the grand prize is like the, the team winner wins the the const- is it the cup? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, <laughs> so the t- winning team has a has their constructor on the side. Okay, because they're constructing cars. Got it. And is he in charge of like all like the engineers? I think and, so. Like, I think he's like the, the data. Yeah, mm-hmm. the researcher. I think guy. he's like in charge. Yeah, of the car. I don't know who is chosen to stand over there. Okay, but that's what that is. That's what that guy is. I've mm-hmm. always wondered that. I mean, I know he's part of the winning team. I just I'm like, what does he do? No, it's whoever is uh, the team who wins the race. Right. Okay. Stand over there. Excellent. Also gets champagne. Also gets to spray it all over everyone. Yeah. Now, what I find this interesting because they don't really talk about this a lot in the show um, about qualifying and yes. then race day. Yes. This so, is something I've been really trying to bring out into the world. <laughs> yes, because it's not just, I mean, you get Sunday is race day. And that's, you know, you're excited, but you're going to see the cars line up in a certain order on Sunday. So, Danielle, how do they get to the position that so, they're in on Sunday? you know, you, when you first start, you're just like, oh, I'm going to turn into the race on Sunday. And then you get, you then you go down the rabbit hole and you get deep and you start watching the practice rounds on Friday and qualifying on Saturday. So, basically, all the, all the cars have to... Um, they have qualifying on Saturday and the fastest cars, you, there's a certain amount of time. There's an, it's, it depends on the, this past weekend, there was the British Grand Prix. They changed a lot of the rules, but there's a certain amount of time and you can go around the track and the fastest times are the order in which you qualify. There's two rounds of qualifying normally. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty 90% sure. And after the first round, they get rid of the the bottom five drivers and then 
Um, so if you don't make it, you just you hit the road jack. You got to go back to the garage. And then you get another chance to race. And if you have the fastest lap, you're in P1. And it goes down from there. Position 1 through 15. And if you you want to be you want to finish in the top 10 mm-hmm. for points. Um, so best of the rest. Yes. Best of the rest is fourth position down. And down. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the top three positions are who are going to be like racing each other, so to speak, all season for world champion. Yes. So obviously first place gets the most points and then second place. And it's, I think it's so interesting because the difference between like the first place points and the third place points is insane. Like third yes. place will never catch first place. No. And then the difference between third and fourth, like fourth place will never catch no. third place. But it's very important to be like best of the rest because it shows Absolutely. you're like on the up and up. Yeah. And, and that your car is like progressing and that you have a competitive car because that's really what it comes down to is that your car has to be competitive. Right. And if you don't have a great car, it doesn't matter how amazing your driver is. Exactly. You're never going to get I never have, gonna get it. As I would in Vogue said. Yeah. <laughs> never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Um, my dream race would I would like to see like the top 10 drivers in the same car. Like put everybody in a Mercedes, in my opinion. And let them race it out and see who the best is after that. It won't be Daniel Ricardo. Well, he'll be he'll make podium for oh. sure. For sure. He's a great driver. Daniel, he won Monaco. Not this year, but how many years ago? Two thousand eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna cling on to it. I'm gonna cling on. He's been in the race a long time, you guys. Yeah, he has been. He's been in the game for a while. Yeah, and yet I mean, he's still... not the best driver. No, he's I not. I just like him as a human being. Yeah, it's he's fine. A great personality. It's fine. I'm just saying. He's not the best driver, but competitive nonetheless. Yeah. He doesn't finish in the bottom. He's yeah. always middle of the pack. Oh, you know, top of the middle. Oh. Yeah, he could be better. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I'm 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 imagining he's making a vast amount of money and. I think he's a little overpaid. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I'm just thinking he's a little bit overpaid and overrated. Overrated, man. <sighs> this episode will just be titled "The Many Reasons <laughs> Danielle Hates." Ten Daniel. things I hate about Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> That's season two, episode six. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably do a full four part series. Oh God! If I rewatch some episodes, I could really break it down. No thanks. Yeah, it's I don't okay. think anybody really wants that. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's a whole schedule and there's a back to the qualifying thing really quick because mm-hmm. if you watch Drive to Survive, they're not going to talk to you no. about how important the tires are. Correct. And this has been a journey of learning that I've been on to figure out this whole thing with the tires. Yes. So you only get a certain amount of tires per race and the the powers that be in Formula One set the tires for each race, the compound of the tires, they're soft, medium, hard. And the the tires that you use to qualify are the tires that you start the race on, which is a big deal because if you use a lot of if you if it takes you three or four times or more than that, however many times around the track to get a fast qualifying time in your your speed, uh, in your uh, like allotted time, you're wearing out your tires, and so then you go into the race and your tires are already burned out. You're gonna have to pit earlier. Exactly. But if you are just a badass and you drop this like sweet time in, you know, you only need to be out on the track for a little bit, you drop a badass time and you go back to the garage, you're back in the garage, as they say, (laughs) 
then you get to start the race on a much fresher tire. Exactly. And the idea behind that is the the fresher the tire is, the least amount of pit stops you need yes. to make during the actual race itself. Now, yes. points only happen on Sunday. Only happen on Sunday. Well, oh. you do get a point for having the fastest lap. Too. Well, yes. Okay. That's true. But where you're going to win the race is on Sunday, not necessarily in qualifying. So you got to be a smart driver. Right. But you also have to be a consistent driver. So like if time. you can come in, if you can be like P3, but on a fresh tire, it's more advantageous than being in P1 and on a tire that's going to have to be changed really quickly. Because there's a whole lot of yes. um, strategy and timing and things that go into when you pit right. that they don't really explain. I enough. really hope that maybe we get a season four of Formula One and they, oh, we are. they give us more, you know, tire breakdown. Or you could just come to this podcast where I'm going to do a, probably a full episode on tires <laughs> that no one will be that interested in. But it's going to be a whole learning experience I mean, for myself. Yeah, I, I want to know. Yeah, and you only get a certain limited amount of sets. Yes. So like once your tires are out. Like don't go blowing them because you're not going to you're anything. not going to get any more. So okay. sometimes someone has to finish a race on a set of tires because they don't have any other tires they can use. And you can't borrow them from your neighbor's garage. Mm-mm. You cannot go down the street. No, <laughs> like. And ask for some medium compound tires. Can I buy your tires, please? <laughs> so <laughs> this is a big thing for me, you know, as I've gone from show to actually watching the sport. Yeah. Show to fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. They switch them up every week, though. So, you know, you got to stay. They, they do. Okay. So one of the my, my most favorite things, excuse me, in watching the show is when they do the onboard camera and you hear the pit crew guy talk to the driver and you you know they're going back and forth and i don't know what it is but this driver the the pit crew guy's voice sounds exactly the, the same, same guy on every from like whether your team is from germany whether your team is from australia france doesn't matter where it is it's like the formula one series the voice sounds exactly the same all the same so soothing so, so calm soothing, so calm i mean these guys are going 240 miles an hour around a pin curve and it's like Push, push. Oh, push, push. That's hence the name Dreamer. of our, yeah. our podcast. Mm-hmm. That's where it came from. Push, push. Mm-hmm. push which push. means keep pushing. Go, go. It's clear. Don't worry about it. No worries. No mm-hmm. stress. Push, push. Yep. It's like, you know, Lewis Hamilton is two seconds ahead of you. Push, push. 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 <laughs> we'll be here all day, folks. Um, yeah. They're, they're calm. I strive to bring that level of composure to my life. There is no way. I could be one of those people. I'd be like, no. motherfuckers could cut you off. Go. I mean, I it mean, would be the a way that I would be yelling. They would drive get off it the together. Course. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want everyone to tune out of this podcast, but if I yelled what I would sound like, it would be like a shrieking cat <laughs> mixed with an old, like angry man. Is what it would sound like. And everyone on my team would quit. Right. They'd be like, she's, I can't. They'd be like, she's very difficult to work with. Right. (laughs) And I can no longer stand the sound of her voice. And I'd be like, agreed, agreed. 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 Do you? (laughs) We agree to agree on that one. Yes, we do. Um, Yeah, they bring just, they all sound exactly the same. Yeah. They are all so composed. So composed. Even when shit hits the fan. They are spinning out of control into a wall. And they're like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Do you see flames? Are there flames at your feet? Are there flames behind you? You're okay. I see nothing. Thank you. They're so kind. So kind. Even when the guy is a total, like makes a total asshat move. Mm -hmm. Supportive. Yes. We have seen like some crazy ass crashes that happen and it's still the guy's like, better luck next week. 
Mm-hmm. We all have bad days. And I'm like, what on earth? Like, <laughs> he just crashed two million pounds worth of a car. And they're like, nice driving. The, you're like, okay, next week. And I'm like, what do you mean next week? What the, how are you? Uh, the, the turnaround time alone on this. Like, how are they going to repair this car in seven days? It's so much money, guys. Oh, my God. So much money. And they got to fly the heap of junk everywhere. Like, it's I didn't realize that if I had unlimited funds that I would be investing in a Formula One team. Like, if you'd asked me that, you know, what would you do if you had unlimited funds? This would have never been an oh. answer. And now it's my whole goal in life. Right. Would you create your own team or would you invest in one current? I think I would invest in a current one because I obviously wouldn't have the expertise mm, to create your yeah, own team. You got to know what you know and know what you don't know. Right. So I would like to get on board with a team that's maybe on the up and up that just needs like a stronger investment. Maybe yes. like Team Williams. Mm, okay. Yeah. Williams has been around for a long time, but I know. they lost their edge yeah. because they lost all their money. And now they're like getting their, they're yeah, getting getting their back. group back. Yeah. I think that's the route I would go. Pick somebody who has the experience and mm-hmm. knowledge, but really just needs some more funds. Yeah. And then I would throw it behind him. Okay. A la Lance Stroll. No. Lauren Stroll. We're not. We're not like that, but like. Yes. Without the evil villain. Correct. Persona. Lauren Stroll is a Canadian billionaire who mm-hmm. has kind of bullied his way into this sport with his money and has his son. taken his son with him. He's bullied his way in with his money <laughs> and his son. And they yeah. both look like the bad guys in every Marvel movie. I feel like they look like the bad guys in Disney movies. Like, cause well, they kind of have like those, I mean, they're very, they're cute. Like they're, you know, they have their attractive moments, but they've got those like the dad? big character eyes where you're like, they have a heavy brow. They do have a heavy brow, but it's like the big round eyes that I'm like, mm, you look like a Disney villain. Mm hmm. Okay, but like the you sun, can trust him until you can't. The sun like, does look like the bad prince. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. like he seems nice, and then he's just yeah. out. You can just tell he's a dick. He's got like some Gaston vibes. Yes, he does have Gaston vibes. See, yeah. I'm just bringing it back. <laughs> Disney and Formula One. See, I told you we'll make this palatable <laughs> for all of you all. <laughs> for all, fans we're gonna everywhere. tie it into things that you know and love. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, at the, this is the the part of the show where we would like to say it's box box where, box, box. <laughs> where they're told to uh to pit to wrap it up to wrap it up you got a box box um so any final thoughts for our friends daniel um you know i'm really glad you're joining us and i'm really hoping that you're gonna go on this ride with us you're gonna become a big fan of the sport we're all gonna get on this together just watch some drive to survive you probably have already watched it because I probably come to your house, knocked on the door and said, have you watched <laughs> Drive to Survive yet? And do you want me to turn it on for you? Um, so, yeah. Fantastic. This has been fun. This has been a lot of fun. Well, friends, we are so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us. And, you know, just keep, um, keep joining us. Until next time, push, push. Push.